Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Merritt. Oh, we've got, um, this is a milestone show for us. Um, We've topped over 10,000 listeners and uh, this is uh, our, our 28th show I didn't count that up. We're, this is. Did you say twenty-eight? Twenty-eighth show. Yep. Oh, how about that? Half a year flies by when we're on the uh, when we're on the air. What can yeah. I say? And this certainly makes Fridays. Uh, it makes us look forward to Fridays. You know, of course, who doesn't look forward to Friday? We should probably do the show on Mondays so we can look forward to Mondays. How about that? No, I like Fridays. No, no. Yes, yeah, at seven a.m. on Monday. No, let's please not. Yeah. Let's please not. <laughs> And it's, and it's just us, just you and me. It's, yes, just you and me. Just we can let's 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 do it. This was the, what we did the very first episode, and maybe one or I think maybe one other mm-hmm. episode we did it like this. But uh, with, how about this? I'll be your guest, and you be mine. Perfect. You're my favorite guest, Gary. <laughs> Thank you. You too. All right. And we're going to be talking about trends uh, today. Today, really, what we're seeing emerging in 2018, uh, we might tell a few war stories, and I want you to stay with us until the last segment, where we just posted 11 job openings on our website. We want to talk about some of the jobs that we're looking to fill, and hopefully, some of our listeners uh, will uh, go to job, will uh, go to voxoptima.com/careers and send uh, their resume to jobs at voxoptima.com, or send it to their to their fo- the folks that they know who. Uh... We're looking for work. Yep, absolutely. But as you know, as we look at what's what's happening in 2018, um, and certainly I'm seeing it um, kind of at the grassroots level with my own uh, political campaign. Uh, it, it's automation. It's uh, uh, you know, for 20 bucks, I can uh, uh, throw out a Facebook ad, and I immediately get numbers uh, within an hour of posting my ad. I'm already getting numbers on who's viewed it. Uh, what actions have been taken. Um, what do you think that means for our industry? Well, I think um, uh, it, I will have to go back again to um, um, when I went to Las Vegas last month uh, for the Digital Signage Expo, or was it actually more than a month ago now? Um, and the, the, the automation um, uh, aspect of things has taken over even this industry, the industry of digital signage too. I mean, pretty much it's in, in it's in everything. It's in marketing. Uh, near field communication is uh, taking over. You know, you're walking down the street, uh, you're walking down a, a mall and uh, through a mall, and then suddenly, uh, you know, an ad or something pops up on your phone. Um, uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, I think that um, in terms of what the public relations side of things. Um, I think it kind of remains to be seen at what where is the balance between allowing things to be uh, handled via automation and uh, where the human factor has to get involved. It certainly is awfully nice to be able to. I mean, you talked about the fact that you know who's looked at your 
looked at your ads, uh, I would imagine in, in what you're doing, um, that's huge. Although I don't know what you do with that. What do you do with that? What are you, what are you doing with the information you get? Well, you, uh, I'm looking to see uh, where they live. Uh, are, they, uh, uh, are they voters? Are they from out of the area? Um, what's their reaction? <coughs> Pardon me. What their... Uh, what, what you know, kind of just uh, you can get from their um, uh, from an individual's page uh, if it's public. Um, you know where where they're leaning uh, politically, but I think there's also a danger to it because I could sit and look at my Facebook stats all day when what I also need to be doing is going door to door. So yeah. it's easy to get wrapped up in numbers and get super excited because they're happening, but it, that doesn't replace um, the human contact that's also necessary. When I was driving into the office this morning. Um, there were there was a a, a a woman, actually two women, on a on a street corner, on a very busy street corner. You know, one one holding the sign and the other one waving at every car going by. So, I was like, wow, that's so old school. Wow, waving at the cars going by. You know, and the, the, of course it was a, it was a candidate for something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so it was like, and I was thinking about that. I mean, I was passing through. I, I you know, the, the, that particular intersection had no. And I'm sure she. I'm not in her district, but um, um, but I was thinking about that. What what would would that mean anything to me if I saw someone doing that? I don't know. Uh, I think probably if I go, you know, you're going down the list when you're voting, and you go, oh yeah, there was that. That's that. That was that woman that waved to me. <laughs> I guess <laughs> for right. That's not the best reason to choose someone to be your candidate to, to represent you. However. Um, it's better than the completely faceless, nameless, uh, you know, uh, system we seem to be in today. Now, do you have a primary coming up in Maryland? Yeah, there's, there's, there is. Uh, so, um, yeah, a lot of things going on. Um, so really you, awful. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. One thing I, is, I was going to say, uh, are you, uh, do you think, uh, there's campaign, campaign fatigue setting in yet? And by that, I mean voters just tired of getting bombarded with propaganda. You know, I, maybe, but it's interesting. I, I'm not getting, oh, I was going to say I'm not getting uh, like the robocalls and all that. Uh, probably the reason I'm, I'm not getting the robocalls is that I'm, I, I have a robo of my own that's answering the calls. So, um, so one robo is answering to another one. Um, but yeah, maybe, you know, obviously, you know, the, it's still old, again, old school, you see stuff all over the, you know, you see that you see the, um, uh, campaign banners and such all over everywhere. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It actually hasn't been for me personally. I haven't, it hasn't been impacting me that much. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, I think it's I think it's really easy to get immune to it. Um, we've had some so much of the same old, same old uh, for so long. Um, we have uh, a multi. Uh, we have a, a primary for the governor's race with multiple candidates and um, two congressional seats in the same situation. All, well, all three congressional seats are open, but two are really advertising heavily. And sometimes it's it's hard to keep track of who's running for what because the ad uh, ad play is just so constant. So yeah, um, so do you think? Hey, so so that so how, what do you think then? If you think about automation, you think about the modern uh, world that we live in, the ability for someone like you or anyone to be able to communicate potentially to an audience uh, of voters, um, you know, in a way they couldn't in the past. Do you think 
is the money thing still as it leveled out because of this automation or is the money still the, the big player? I don't know, because uh, you know, certainly Facebook seems cheap, you know, pennies per view, pennies per uh, interaction. Uh, but, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing it, if only because most states have um, uh, a very public campaign finance reporting requirements, which means every uh, set period to the campaign, you've got to show how much you've raised. And that is in itself kind of a contest. Uh, where you see, and it, it's certainly reported by the press, who's raised the most money. And that, whether it's spent or not, um, is certainly uh, a, a mark. So I don't think money's going away, but I think the buys are, the, the type of buy is changing. Well, that's sad. To me, that's kind of fascinating in itself. In other words, does saying that you have the more, does, does, the, does can, candidate A has raised t- uh, twice as much as candidate B uh, does that mean candidate A is the more popular candidate? Or, I mean, in other words, which which comes first? You sit there and go, hey, let's raise a whole bunch of money. It makes us look like we're more popular. Or I, I wonder where that all leads. You know, there's that. And, then, and, there, and there are different ways to do it. Um, we have uh, Albuquerque's mayoral race was very interesting because it's uh, there are no parties. So we had, at one point, five candidates. And... Uh, uh, and I'm sorry, uh, Isabella, the Anatolia, is weighing in as well. Obviously, someone's coming door to door to canvas for some campaign, and she's irritated. Uh, the uh, uh, but the mayor accepted public funding. Well, or excuse me, one candidate accepted public funding, then also used a PR firm that collected donations to the PR firm and just put all all those donations specifically into content for the. Um, uh, candidates. So, you know, I think the question is, was that really public funding or was that just a way to get an extra 300K and then fundraise in a different way? Oh, my goodness. So, so certainly, if I, by, the, by, the counts, by the counts of public funding and uh, what he got from in-kind and the PR firm and donations to the PR firm, he raised the most, he raised the most money, but he didn't. You know, thinking anyway. about... I was thinking about the the um, uh, the whole thing. So, if you're just a private citizen and you want to give your five dollars to your favorite candidate <clears throat> or whatever, um, I remember even ten years ago uh, doing that, and then you know, seeing my name, uh, you know, seeing doing doing a Google search uh, and uh, seeing my name pop up um, related to that. It's like, wow. I mean, you can't even, you know, from the point of view of the uh, of Joe Citizen. You go. Uh, I, I want to participate, and I want to do something. Uh, n- nothing, un- you know, nothing uh, underhanded. Just very much. Oh, I like this 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 woman. I like this man, and you give them money. But then, of course, the the, the current campaign laws are making it such that now the whole world knows that I've done that. So, of course, not that the world gives a darn. But um, anyway, I find that uh, I, I don't know uh, the the whole issue of uh, of where technology is taking us in regard to that is. Um, Interesting. I don't know if it's suppressing people from like me to say, yeah, what does it mean if I give money to a candidate and now everybody knows that that and what if what if that's something very private to me, but it isn't private anymore. Anyway. And I know you're I know you're on mute because of because of the, uh, the, the canvasser, but you're back. Yes, yes. But apparently Isabella uh, killed him or her and all is well. Good. All right. All right. Excellent. I'll, I'll check at the break and see if I need to clean anything up. 
Uh, well, that's it. we are kind of at the break because uh, because that's where we are. Where it is uh, it is 14 minutes after the hour. Uh, well, folks, uh, we this is the brand ambassadors. It's uh, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield, and uh, and uh, you're gonna love the fact that we're back for another another series. We're we're certainly happy about it. It makes our Fridays very happy, and we love talking about this subject. Uh, but you can please join in. Uh, give us a call at 866-472-5790 or send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. We're talking about uh, trends in 2018 and PR, and we'll continue that discussion in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K. on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back <clears throat> Pardon me. Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined as always by Gary Potterfield. And we heard about trends in 2018. And I think one thing that we've seen for at least a decade, but is still showing prominence, is the need for content. Content is king, as our friend Lyle Bond 
and says. And uh, you have really, I think, spearheaded a lot of our content development work. Well, see, now, the, new, the new phrase, Merit, is that content is the vehicle. Now, it's, see, it used to be the king, but so now now it's the, uh, but it, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, the, the um, um, it, it is the, uh, specifically, uh, we, we certainly at Vox Optima do put out a lot of um, original content. Um, I think, um, and a lot of it we do in um, uh, mostly, though, a lot of the original content, I'd say the majority of the original content is uh, in one way or another for our clients, as it c- kind of should be. That's, that's the best. Um, I don't think we do as much of this stuff as uh, for ourselves, particularly in the kind of content that has SEO um, uh, uh, you know, benefits, uh, meaning video and that kind of thing. We do a lot of it, but we don't do a lot of it um, uh, for ourselves. Isn't that always the way? So we need to do more of that in 2018. Do more of that. And I, and I also think there's a piece to it, whether you're doing internal communications, whether you're doing consumer outreach, uh, storytelling is more important than ever. Uh, I, and that's, that leads you into things like authenticity, uh, we had a great a guest, uh, uh, Jeffrey Candelaria, talking about that, it, it, and it takes you into brand journalism. But uh, it, it's more than uh, it, it's more than just um, a creative ad campaign these days. It's the it's the whole story, and it's the presence and the personality that uh, you develop uh, in your digital footprint. Yeah, I mean, if you and if you can get into your your mind, um, I was going to say get your mind wrapped around that, but it's kind of get your mind unwrapped and say it's okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be me and say the you know and and say what's what's on my mind and in, in, in a way that uh, is supportive of uh, whatever we're trying to do. Um, and I still I, I've talked about this on the show. I still have I still have. I don't have a problem with having original thoughts at all. Uh, that's not my problem. My problem is say, <laughs> say, is 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 saying. Um, Yes, I'm going to take this thought I have and uh, and very quickly uh, just share it with uh, the world. And you again do a much better job of that, certainly so, uh, certainly on social media. And I'm, I'm I still I'm still a laggard in that area. Um, and so I guess 2018 continues to be that'll have to be something that I've got to get better at. I'm much better at doing all it have, if it's about video. Do, <laughs> right. All you have to do is start taking pictures of your dinner and posting them, and find some cat videos. You'll be fine. <clears throat> I could do that. That's right. And then I just, how about if I do that and I weave it into something? I, I, I don't know what the hell right. I'll weave it into, but I'll weave it into something. Yeah. I was, um, every now and then I get super inspired by a dinner I make and I take a picture of it. And then I'm so excited about having a giant glass of wine and my delicious dinner. I never post it. So I do have some food porn on my phone, but I haven't really done much with it. Yeah, um, well, I certainly I have to say this. I certainly, if uh, if I if I go on my uh, Facebook page and I see someone um, with their glass of wine, and um, you know, there's one uh, gentleman that uh, uh, who usually has a glass of wine, maybe maybe a plate of dinner, and then a cigar or something like that, or maybe they've got a bourbon and a cigar. Um, that's actually a lot nicer to look at than uh, just some of the rants you see. <laughs> so I'm like, oh okay, yeah. I, I can take that. I'll deal with that. That's a good one. Thank you very much. You know? I I had a, a series that kind of went through last summer and fall that I called Sidecar Sunday, where I just took a picture of whatever glass I was using my sidecar in on Sunday and posted it. You're giving me, a, 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 you're reminding me of something that we that uh, we have to bring back, Merritt. We have to bring back the uh, the virtual happy hour. 
Uh, we haven't done that in forever. That's a great idea. Yeah, we should do it. We should do it. No, we can't do it with the show. We can't do it as as part of the show because I mean, it's just kind of for two reasons. Oh, Number come one, on. it's, just, it's already nine o'clock on the East Coast. You'd be <laughs> that's fine. Right. It's it's afternoon somewhere. It's happy hour somewhere. Um, but it is in so, Poland. Jason Trost, tip one back for us. Th- there you go. So so I, I'm going to explain it. So this is what in this in the modern era where we are, you know, uh, and for Vox Optima, who we, we are spread. You're in Albuquerque. I'm in the D.C. area. We have folks in San Diego and, and down in Georgia and, and in Poland uh, and elsewhere. Um, but the idea that we had had some years ago uh, where uh, if we can't be together for a happy hour physically, let's be together via using technology to do so where we had the um, we were using um Google Hangouts to do that, and now Google Meet Hangouts. But um, you can do that, and of course you can't because your 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 bandwidth is 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 no good. But um, where we'd sit together. Yeah, I, I'm. I, this is the perfect drink. show. Yeah, this is where I, I'm I'm on my new monthly data plan. So I've got bandwidth for like minutes. So let's do one tonight. Uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> but it's it actually is kind of fun. You know, I'm, I'm, it sounds silly, but I mean, I just actually, there you are sitting there and, and you find yourselves chatting. It's because, you know, yesterday, Merritt, we uh, said, good, we, we, even though today is his final day, we said goodbye to our, our, our colleague, Edward, who is, uh, who is leaving us, unfortunately. Um, but again, folks met at a local uh, establishment and had a, you know, t- uh, had a beer with him. Um, that's difficult to do in the modern era w- with uh, Vox Optum in particular because we're all spread out. So find a way to do it. Well, just getting together in the D.C. metro area from a commuter perspective is tricky, too. I mean, that's committing to an hour um, getting there and getting home sometimes. I have to say, I, uh, this yesterday afternoon, uh, when I was saying goodbye to Edward, he uh, he said, yeah, I remember when I was talking to you about the, on the, when you were interviewing me for the job and you were talking about the commute and I was wondering how to get in. And I said, and, and he said, I said to him, I don't remember this. He said, I said to him, that's okay. We'll just get you a segue. So <laughs> <laughs> I think he's disappointed we never got him the segue. But if if we did, I, w- I want to get those really cool kind of armored ones with um, uh, the extra back wheel like security mm-hmm. have. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we want the we want the Hummer of Segways. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway, so um, I don't know where, how the heck we got down that road. But that's what's so fun about this. Oh, we just we, we we just meander. We're talking about content and authenticity, and I think that's one thing that uh, we've done at Vox Optima, at least in our employee culture. Um, it, it's really clear. Um, who Vox Optima is as an organization, what we do, and what we value. And uh, especially for small business, it's really important because you've got to attract employees, and sometimes you don't have the resources uh, that larger firms would do uh, would have to attract employees. So there has to be a culture and a personality and a community in your business uh, that makes people want to stay. Yeah, I'm thinking about the fact that um, because we are small, relatively small, we uh, just the other just yesterday we had our. Um, we had our uh, bi-weekly all-hands call again, folks, because we're you know we're not all in the same building. We can't all go to the same conference room and have this meeting, uh, so we do it uh, virtually. Do it, you know, we do a conference call, and uh, I think one of the things I like about that, beyond just the um, the fact that we're getting the word out and what everyone's doing, and I maybe you know sometimes maybe folks don't feel like speaking up, but the idea I think um, that I like about us as a company is the fact that you know from day one um, you have that. You have a voice, 
Um, you're not like, oh, you, you're, you're the new kid in town, therefore you just, you know, just be quiet. And, and it's mm-hmm. nothing like that at all. And I'm really, I really like the idea that I remember, you know, was it last year or the year before we had a, we had a company meeting here at, at National Harbor and, uh, you know, the, the, the newest member of the team at that time was, was, you know, completely engaged in, in, in the discussions. And so, um, well, however you can do it companies, um, you know, if you, yeah, if you can get your folks engaged, I think, um, I think it's to your point, Merritt, about, you know, having a culture that is, um, I guess, welcoming or supportive or whatever. But however you do it, using technology or face-to-face, it's certainly worth doing. No, I absolutely agree. And especially um, in the type of work we do where we have employees who go and work 40 hours a week on the client's side. I mean, they're our ultimate brand ambassador. And if they don't feel good about their company, um, that, does, that doesn't help us. So we need to equip them to uh, put their best foot, foot forward with our clients because our clients see them more than we do. Right. And uh, and that uh, just I'll go back to yesterday's uh, event. Um, there were um, one, two, uh, three Vox Optima people at that. And then there were like four or five client people at that, you know, that send off. And that's great. I mean, because it shows that, you know, that that's the perfect example of, you know, that we're all, you know, we, uh, they are, you know, they value our people and, 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 and it's a good relationship in that regard. So I love to see that kind of thing where folks want to come out and say, you know, you know, shake hands with and have a beer with um, our people. Mm-hmm. I think it says a lot. Okay. And uh, we'll be talking later. Huh? No, we'll be talking. What I wanted to lead into is we'll be talking later in the show to join the Vox Optima team. This is a great year for growth for us. And so uh, I'm really excited about all the uh, all job opportunities we have. And uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh, what it is to be a Vox Optima employee. First, uh, my first thoughts uh, when I think about what Vox Optima is about is uh kind of doing everything. We have absolutely specialists, but our specialists are able to work in other disciplines. So our multimedia visual imaging people can also write and vice versa. Um, I think it's easier for for, um, visual imagery people to get into writing than it is for writers to get into uh, visual imaging, at least it is for this writer. <laughs> you know, but, I think uh, you're right. I mean, that's uh, that's worth talking about actually when we come back. I think about the the the, the be, be willing to work outside your comfort zone. Yeah, um, and the and the 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 necessity of uh, of doing more with less in terms of uh, which just sounds that's the word I hate that actually now now that I said it doing more with less isn't really what I mean. Let's do less with more. <laughs> that, that, well, that's the ultimate goal. Let's do nothing with more. Please give, give us a big fat contract and say, we just like you so much, we just wanted to give you money. Um, right. Thanks, any, just thanks for being you. This is for being you. <laughs> that's right. That's, I think that's fair. All right. Well, goodness gracious. All right. We are uh, coming up on another break, and we're, uh, we're, we are uh, talking about uh, trends. We're talking about Vox Optima. We're talking about jobs. And uh, you can be a part of the conversation by calling us at 866-472-5790 or sending us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. And uh, we will be back in just a couple of minutes.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program and welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I am Gary Potterfield, along with the hostess with the mostest, Merritt Hamilton Allen. I just haven't heard that in like decades, so I thought I had to say it. Me either. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hostess with the mostest. Before we uh, we, we went to break, um, uh, we talked a little bit about the the uh, you know the, the the someone who does imagery can also write and all this. I think one of the things that uh, has has served us well. Uh, being a small company is that that we I think we could we were from a very early stage in our uh, existence that we were able to present uh, uh, ourselves as bigger than we really were because because we had several people that could do you know the okay they can they can they can write they can they can shoot video and edit video and do other things and um, uh, and I, so I think that's I think that serves as well and I think it's just the way the world is today. You know, we talked uh, last week with Jim Washington about the, you know, the, the fact that the, the, in, the, in the newspaper industry today, you know, that the, the reporter is going to take a photograph, maybe shoot a video. It's going to get posted up 
online. So I think that that's uh, we were just lucky about the fact that uh, I think from our backgrounds as a com- uh, people in the company that we had uh, a lot of that ability to do multiple things. But what do you think, Merritt, about the need for somebody who's in this? It, it, if someone's coming into public relations today, um, should they specialize? And because certainly there's value in that, and there are weak and there are dangers in being too um, too much of a jack of all trades. Or should they be uh, have multiple skills? What What are your thoughts? Well, if I think about the the two places, um, you know, where we look to hire, and that would be uh, universities and the military, I think that's already happened. Uh, Certainly, uh, in our uh, very immediate Navy experience, we used to have separate uh, uh, career tracks for photographers and uh, for uh, journalists, and then other imaging imaging. uh, specialists. Now we're all they're all in one community and everyone is learning the same thing. There are some growing pains with that, but that's how we're training our mass communication specialists in the Navy now. I think you also see that as uh, especially in our talks with uh, Kim Marks Malone uh, at uh, the University of Memphis, uh, students are uh, there there are some basics that everyone has to learn, but bringing in what what uh, technology has done and what digital imaging has done has made, uh, decent quality imaging accessible to uh, a much less sophisticated uh, content developer, which is a long way of saying is even I can take a decent picture now. Well, it, when, I, when I was thinking, you'd, you know, um, you had said previously uh, in the last segment that, that you thought that possibly, you know, the, the folks that could that could uh, take a photograph, you know, the people on that side could, you know, we could bring them on to writing and such, uh, maybe easier than the other way around. I don't know that I agree. I think that um, I, I, what I would say is that um, if you don't get that foundation um, in the ability to communicate uh, via the word, spoken or written, um, it's a it's a it's a tough climb to get back to it. Um, later in life. So, uh, um, so I think that w- one of the challenges I see uh, my li- later years in the Navy, I, I get, I would get frustrated by that with the fact that, wait a minute, um, you know, you, you get so taken down the path of being, I'm a video editor, I'm a video shooter or something like that, that they, you know, don't put, get their focus back to w- what communication is really all about. Um, so I think that's a challenge. Well, yeah, and I just for me, writing, uh, I've been doing it so long, it comes so easily for me. I think it's fairly simple. And to be honest, there's no one in Vox Optima who's a bad writer. And that's, I think that's just kind of how we self-select as well. Yeah, I, I, and now looking at the other side of that, we about talking about the, um, you know, the, the ability to do many things. Uh, so the challenge that we, we face in our company with regard to that is that, um, Let's you know we'll take one of our folks and and uh, they'll be doing one thing for a while. They'll be um, you know maybe shooting still still images and then there's a video to shoot or a video to edit and they go okay well I haven't been editing I haven't edited anything in a couple of weeks or maybe a month and now it's like okay wait a minute okay they got they got to kind of you know get the rust off and get back into that. That's one of the one of the challenges of that. And so one, I think one of the things we're trying to do in the company um, to minimize that is to minimize the different types of uh, tools that we use to keep them down to a min- to the absolute minimum. So for an example, um, the ability of the modern uh, uh, DSLR cameras to shoot both video and stills, it's not flawless to be, but if you have that one 
okay, now we know if we're shooting video, we're shooting, we're shooting stills, this is, the, this is the tool we use. And we're only editing on this particular you know, platform. If we do that, then, um, then it mitigates a little bit the, the challenges of going, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, spo- I'm supposed to learn 10 different pieces of software and five different cameras and, and uh, oh yeah, and then I got to go back to writing. So anyway, it's a long-winded way of saying uh, the challenge is to, uh, you know, to, to uh, streamline the best you can if you're going to be doing, uh, if you're going to be a jack of all trades. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think we uh, consider ourselves a, a full-service uh, firm in every way, uh, and a lot of that is keeping on top of technology. And so, uh, what I think, uh, and something you do a good job of, is constantly uh, mitigating uh, accessible technology with ever increasing quality, and uh, identifying what's the right quality level for our clients. Yeah, I mean, we we are so tempted sometimes when we see those um, um, those proposals coming out. That I mean, those uh, those contract opportunities coming out for say like you know some really interesting um uh video production thing and then i just i i i'm the guy i'd love to do it but then i look at them and go that's just not us you know that's where you do want that company that says oh oh that 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 depth that level yeah you do want that guy that or that gal that uh, gets up every morning and does nothing but edit in eight hours a day um, so yeah, we right, found and that's our... and that's why we part we and we partner with firms like that because right. often the creative message, the scripting, the um, uh, the uh, uh, directing uh, is is still something that we want to focus on because at at heart, really, Vox Optima is a company of storytellers. You got it. So um, yeah, so it's it's a, I, I think we just again I think we just kind of stumbled into because of the way we started into a company that kind of. Um, uh, fit uh, where the world was going uh, from a technology perspective. We're lucky. Well, uh, one last trend I want to talk about um, that I find fascinating is it's got to be the big data movement. And um, it starts, uh, you, you say big data, you think Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica closed its doors last week. Uh, and I, th- But I, I think uh, what that really tells us is the first rule of big data is no one talks about big data. <laughs> um, because I, I'm pretty sure everybody um, at Cambridge Analytica has found another great job uh, uh, helping integrate big data into um, other communications practices. But I, And I think the reason it's so um, uh, controversial is uh, we've gotten very comfortable uh, with uh, exposing our thoughts, opinions, and preferences on social media without giving a great deal of thought to privacy. And big data firms are simply availing themselves of, uh, uh, of what uh, we are putting out and building, uh, building profiles. And that's when we get a little uncomfortable. But I think the most interesting thing is how quickly we get over it because uh, uh, Facebook lost you know, over $100 uh, million in... Um, uh, uh, share tr- share price, uh, and in late March, when you know this the story of uh, Cambridge Analytica misusing their data uh, came out, and as of today, it's all back. Yeah, Everyone I, feels better about it. We're okay. Yeah, I think the 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 the, the individual. Yeah, you initially you see the stories and you get oh my goodness. 
Um, and then you go, yeah, it's, I'm just one, you know, this, we have 8 billion people on the planet. I'm, or whatever it is. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You know, it's just too much effort to sit there and do something about it. You know, to, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to, uh, you know, how, how much am I going to encrypt my convert, my, you know, my email and all that kind of stuff, which I think is all great to do. And I think ought to be done, but, um, um, again, um, yeah, I think you, you just get the, it's easy to get complacent about that kind of thing. Look at us. I well, mean, we are then, so into, we, you know, we started off with Google, you know, eight, 10 years ago. So mm-hmm. they, they got our stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, but I think also if we look at, you know, um, not just our background, but also our client base in the military, it's, I think it's creating some very real questions uh, because with the, ability we get from data, why would we ever want to communicate something that's not completely choreographed and planned? Why would we ever uh, want to be completely transparent? We don't have to be. All we have to do is send the right message to the right demographic uh, based on our data. And I think that's a real challenge um, in the information operations world, as we call it uh, uh, in the military. Is there a need for traditional spokes? people um, uh, putting out a truthful narrative in an open, transparent way to a free press. Uh, My argument is, yes, yes, there is, and that can be integrated with um, a larger information operations narrative, but there should still be a place for it. And it's it's a very interesting uh, discussion, though, as uh, there are uh, uh, perhaps more pragmatic operators say, well, let's just weaponize all of our information. Why wouldn't we do that? Yeah, how about that, huh? I mean, I, I, I think you, you, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be the, the, uh, the perpetually skeptical because it makes life miserable if you're just, you just, you're a skeptic, all, you know, all the time. But there is something to be said. It, it, it's kind of where my mind is a lot of times is that, is that it's, it's the, the age of innocence for me is long gone. And I'm like, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to believe anymore. You know, I, I, I do indeed have a hard time. If I see a story or something like that, just it's so muddled anymore to know. I I don't know. Right. I don't know where the I don't know where the truth is here, and I don't know all the different stages along the way that the truth could have been distorted, and for what reason it could be for uh, you know nefarious reasons. It could just simply be for greed. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. No, I, I I agree. I think it's a real. Uh, I think it's a very uh, tricky situation, and I'm I'm very fascinated by our work in particular um, with NATO's Joint Forces Training Center as we're trying to uh, help um, uh, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization uh, shape its view uh, and its doctrine, uh, even on how uh, fair and free flow of information to free press is going to be handled in the future. But enough about that. That's um, uh, that's just a trend that's of uh, particular fascination to us. We're going to talk about our jobs. So come back after the break and log on to voxoptima.com careers. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. 
at Vox Optima. Our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit voxoptima.com. That's voxoptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. And just before the break, Merritt uh, teased the idea that we're going to talk about Vox Optima Jobs, and uh, uh, we're going to give you the business. That's what we're going to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you do go to our website and go to the careers, uh, if, you, if you go to uh, careers, uh, you will see the, the, the um, uh, listing of different positions that we are trying to fill at Vox Optima. And I think this kind of goes to the idea, you know, whether or not you're going to get a, a job at Vox Optima or someplace else is that uh, it certainly at least lets you know uh, that in, in the areas that we work in, the kind of uh, experiences you need, the background, the education, and uh, what we're looking for. So um, so we, we start right off the top and we have uh, we have some writer's jobs. So I guess before I get to that, Merritt, what are your overall thoughts on the kind of uh, work, kind of positions that we are specifically seeking now and then maybe in general what we're always looking for? Well, I would definitely say with uh, regard to writers, that's not just traditional press releases. It's not just uh, traditional feature stories. Um, we like, uh, we're looking for uh, folks who can do speech writing, uh, folks who can work with presentation. You know, speech writing in 2018, sometimes it's a canned speech, sometimes it's a uh, visual presentation uh, with notes. We're looking for people who can help our executives tell their verbal story and script that for them. Uh, we're looking for uh, writers who can look at a highly technical subject such as ship, uh, ship propulsion and pull out um, the necessary information that makes that story compelling. How is it different? How is it better? How has it changed? How are we saving money? 
uh, so we need we need storytellers to to uh, basically work in the written word uh, to help support um, a number of clients. And uh, I, I would encourage you. If you've got uh, any writing samples when you're applying, send us a writing sample and tell and tell us what the the purpose of the story was, um, who the audience was, and uh, why why you wrote that piece the way you wrote that piece. Uh, we also need uh, are also looking for someone who uh, reviews uh, material for public release, and that's an interesting thing uh, uh, piece. Uh, it allows uh, uh, industry, um, uh, both industry and government uh, folks who want to uh, publish um, uh, uh, anything about an emerging uh, military program, but making sure we're not violating uh, any intellectual property laws or um, any security uh, violations. So it's kind of a reading job. If you wanted a job where you got to read all day, communications assistant is a good one. And then we've got a number of event planners, and that's that's kind of a, unusual for us. I don't think we've ever been looking for three separate event planners. Mm. Yeah, we've we've kept it all to, to Rachel, but not not anymore. We need more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got one that's very uh, well. We've got two positions that are very ceremonial and protocol heavy, um, uh, focusing on military ceremonies. Um, it's it, it's a, a great job, of course, for a former military person, but also if you want to learn about uh, the military, it's a great opportunity um, to learn about uh, the traditions and the protocol and the uh, etiquette of a formal military ceremony. And we also have um, a, a position on the West Coast uh, for event management, and that is more for... Uh, uh, highly uh, for science and technology uh, symposia, for defense symposia and trade shows, and putting together um, uh, both the calendar and then all the necessary logistics uh, uh, to put this client's best foot forward. So three event planning jobs. We're looking for a motion designer. And Gary, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about what we're looking for there? Um. Sure. Well, I, you know, in in, um, um, in graphic design, you know, that that's, you know, that's that that word is kind of a that phrase that job title is kind of could could be anything and everything. Um, I I think that um, what we end up doing with regard to what we end up doing with regard to that is kind of the soup to nuts. Uh, it could be something as simple as somebody who's got you, you. You may on one day be you know be be doing something as I'll call it mundane as working on something that's PowerPoint related. Um, you could be doing something that is um, you know highly creative and 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 and, uh, and uh, original. Uh, a lot of times, just integrating different ca- capabilities. Certainly, um, a, a graphic design background. And you know what's funny, Merritt? It, 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 people these days, I think, heck. So many young people graduating from school, even if they don't have that degree, uh, uh, tend to have the experience in graphic design. But uh, yeah, pretty much, I think soup to nuts in terms of uh, of the capabilities of putting something either digitally or uh, or in a physical product. Uh, that's what we're looking for in somebody who does digital design. And Merritt, if I can say something right now, and maybe you can address this, because if because the folks who are looking at our website. 
and looking at some of these jobs, and then some of them they're going to see clearance required, secret. Could you just uh, just touch on the idea if for those who are unaware? You know, when we're when we're mentioning that, what are we talking about, and why are we talking about, it, and what does it mean to a per, uh, to a particular applicant? Well, uh, for our military clients, um, uh, secret clearance is generally generally required to access government computer systems, physical access to the base. Um, and occasionally, um, we do have access, access to no kidding classified information, but that's, that's very rare, but a secret clearance is generally standard for working on a military site in particular, accessing a government computer system. And I think given, uh, the focus on cybersecurity, we can all understand why that's important. Uh, the process, um, is, uh, it's a long questionnaire. We will help you with the questionnaire. Um, we will file it for you. We'll take care of all the administrative process if you don't have one. Um, if you do have a clearance or if you think uh, your clearance may need to be reinvestigated, uh, do, do reach out and let us know that uh, right away because we can, we can help you with that. Uh, it's uh, largely, uh, in 2018, focused on foreign influence, so if you travel abroad a lot, uh, you may need to explain uh, explain that uh, in a way that shows you are not uh, subject to foreign influence. Um, and a lot of it is also intellectual property uh, protection and uh, military intellectual property protection. So a security clearance might sound a little intimidating. And the questionnaire is, cert- is certainly long. I highly recommend anyone filling out their SF-86, save it. Save it, save it, because you're going to have to. You're going to have to uh, crank it out in five years and resubmit it. Um, uh, but uh, most of our jobs do. Re- uh, most of our jobs do require an active clearance. We do have one for a communications manager, uh, where clearance is uh, is not spelled out as uh, as as required. And the motion designer one as well doesn't require, doesn't uh, specifically require one. Right. Um, Whereas the graphic designer a, does. And we do have a requirement for graphic and emotion design. Right. And I, I think that may just be, uh, actually, I think they both require a clearance. Oh, we um, didn't put it in a second. Yeah, given the, the nature that they're, on, yes. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, right. yeah, it's um, it, it's on site. Um, but uh, do check out, uh, do check our jobs at voxoptima.com slash careers. Send a resume and any samples you have. We want to see your portfolio. If you're applying for one of our visual information positions, send us uh, a link to your portfolio. If you're applying for a writer, send us, uh, send us writing materials. Tell us uh, also the story of why, um, what the purpose of different elements of your portfolio are and how you address them in your, in your finished piece. Uh, but more importantly, you uh, won't get interviewed if you don't apply. And it, I'll also throw out a note, IMing me on Facebook is fine, but you're still not going to get interviewed if you don't apply. So I think that's about all the time we have. Uh, do join us uh, next week on the Brand Ambassadors and do look at joining the Vox Optima team. For Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.